Grab your coffee, grab your tea, and come sit with me. It's Hannah and Asia trying, trying to, to be, be on, on your TV. <laughs> Welcome back to Cozy Combos. Today we're going to be talking about our current season right now. So grab a drink, grab some popcorn, and get cozy. It's going to be hot. Yes. So you're single, right, Hannah? Yeah, I'm single. Are you? Yes, I am. So what does that look like on a day-to-day basis for you? You know, honestly, it just looks like walking with God daily and at work or at school or just in, like, walking out in relationships and just seeking to be more like Christ and that during the season, I have the ability just to have undivided time for the Lord and just to really ask some questions that I've been really wanting to ask Him that I feel like I haven't had enough time to ask. What about you? Um... For me, I think, you know, me and Jesus just be bebopping throughout <laughs> the weeks. We just be bebopping. You know me. I go to the movies by myself. I go out to eat by myself. Treat I, yourself. Yes. I just be chilling. But I also think right now, especially as we're in college, it's a great time to build those friendships, those lifelong friendships. And honestly, I feel like it's really not divided because it's either... Just me and Jesus or me and my friends and me and my family. Like, I don't have to be like, girl, I'm not hanging out with you. I'm going out with my boyfriend. Sorry. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, I have all the free time in the world. Yeah, girl. I already spent time with the Lord today, so I got time to spend time I with you. I got you booked, girl. I got you booked. I penciled you in <laughs> to my little calendar. Do you have any expectations about, like, your future relationship? Yeah, um, my number one expectation is just to find somebody that is like a tangible representation of like Christ mm. and that someone that can lead me spiritually. Yes. What about you? I think ultimately I want someone that's super passionate about Christ and super passionate about their purpose and like their walk and that they're like diligently doing that. Um, but I also want someone that will draw me closer to Christ and I can draw them closer to Christ. I feel that that's like the ultimate goal. That's so good. So I'm curious. Have you ever made a checklist of things that like you wanted in a guy? Because I know girls in college, that's like the prime time to be like, I want a man that's athletic. I want a man that got blue eyes. I want a man that's crazy tall. I want a man that treats me right. Oh my. (laughs) (laughs) Well, girl. You know, I'm all about that height. Like, I feel like that's, like, my number one thing. I I always wanted someone that's, like, six foot plus in, like, the right complexion and athletic. And I always wanted to be a wag. And if you don't know <laughs> what that is, it's a wife or a girlfriend of an athlete professionally, of course. I love that. So, but I've had experience with my dream guy, I thought. Your ideal. Yeah. And that's why we need the Lord to pick and not us because he was, he wasn't wasn't right. He wasn't right for me, y'all. He was beautiful. Very dreamy, but. He looked good on paper, but didn't look good in real life. Amen. You could, I couldn't have said that better. And also, I feel like when we have checklists that we're putting limitations on God and like putting him in a box of like what he can give us because we're so focused on what we want. That we're not asking God what he wants for us. And mm-hmm. that ultimately, you know, we're wired together. So, like, he knows, like, what's best for you. And, like, 
he knows the deep desires. Like he knows that you want to, you want a man that's tall, and I want a man that's gonna treat me right. Like he knows that. <laughs> mhm. So like in due time, like he'll give it to us. Do you think in your friendships right now that you've learned something that's like, wow, I'm actually really good at that, and that could be like a good thing for my relationship, or wow, I kind of suck at that, and that might. Need some <laughs> that might need some need improvement. Some tender love and care. Yeah. Um, I feel like the best thing right now that I've like personally like seen in my life that like, you know, wow, that's actually kind of a good quality to have. Um, I'm a very good listener. Um, I'm very big about you know not being quick to speak but being quick to listen. Mm-hmm. And that having that is like a really good trait I feel like to bring to like a relationship with anybody, but it can be very vital for um future with somebody and if I have something I could say I need to work on would just to be good with my with managing my time mm-hmm. that you know if I can't manage my time now how can I manage time with a man mm-hmm. and so that's something that like me and God are working on and that it's very important what about you yeah I think for my friendships I've learned that Yes, I am a good listener, and I love to boost people's energy. And I'm like, yes, girl, like, it's fine. Everything's great. But I also um, learned this from my roommate, Caitlin. Shout out to Caitlin Clark. (laughs) Um, That sometimes, like, I don't need to do that. I just need to sit with someone and just say, you know, I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. Is there anything that I can do to help you? Like, I don't have to be like, oh, no, it's fine. Everything's going to be great. Don't even worry about it. Sometimes I just need to sit and... Just ask them what do they need, like, before I think I know what they need or what I should be doing in that certain situation. Yeah, authenticity and intentionality is so vital Mm -hmm. for, like, any relationship. Yeah, that's good. So, do you think that your parents' relationship or uh, anything that they taught you is going to influence your relationship, your future relationship? Well, my background, uh, my parents are divorced, so... Shout out to the people that can relate because, honestly, it seems like to be the common thing now yes. that parents are divorced. And so, you know, for me personally, it's something that I've really struggled with because I've viewed marriage in a negative light for quite a while now because mm-hmm. I'm like, Lord, you know, it didn't work for my parents. So, like, how is it going to work for me? Like, am I going to end up how my parents ended up? Like, and God's really taught me, like, through this season like God's gonna bring beauty out of that and that he's helping me realize that you know Hannah this is a time where you can literally see the red flags you know the warning signs and the things that you want in a relationship and things that you don't want in a relationship and that like this is honestly the best way to really see what it takes to really make a relationship work because you're seeing it from the ground up Mm -hmm. and my mom has always said to take (laughs) Someone through all the seasons, the good, the bad, the ugly, see them go through some type of loss, not an extreme loss, but like how they Mm -hmm. deal with that and how they deal with stress and how they deal with anger and how they just deal with life. Like how do they, how do they handle when life, you know, throws them some punches? Like do they, do they bounce back or do Mm -hmm. they, you know, revert and they're like, oh no. Yeah. What about you? That's good. Uh, I think over the years, I really admired my parents' um, friendship. They're super just funny and fun to be around, and they just have a good time with one another. But I also I also appreciate my mom for showing me, like, 
just how a woman should appreciate their husband. And I'm not saying in like a physical way or any of that, but like, I remember so many times my mom would sit me down and be like, I just love your dad. Like, even though things aren't perfect, I just love him. Like he's a provider. Like he's always there for us. Like he's just awesome. And I always, I would cry cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, she really loves my dad. You know? So I want that. So you want something that's like your biggest hot man, like who's gonna be your your biggest supporter, your biggest mm-hmm. cheerleader. And honestly, I don't know about you, but I know some people that have this mentality of wanting to date somebody or marry somebody that they don't really know. Like the there's like this lure, like a lure to like wanna date someone that you don't really know. The like, unknown. The unknown is so attractive, and it's like, <laughs> uh, no, like <laughs> I don't want to like date someone I don't know, cause like. I want to date somebody that knows me, like, knows the ins and outs of me, like, knows, has seen me through it all, and that still wants to be with me. Like, he's like, all right, I've seen you when you're real low, but I still want to be there for you. Like, mm-hmm. I want to still be the hype, the hype man for you. Mm-hmm. And that, also, I feel like it's a really good testament to see things, like, within, fa- like, the dynamic of family. Mm-hmm. That if you have somebody that is your best friend, like, more than likely, they're part of your family in a sense. Like, they've gotten to know your family, and, like, if they're not scared of, like, all the stuff going on in your family, like, that's a good sign. That means, like, they're obviously willing to stick it out through the good and the bad. Hmm. I have a question. Oh, no. <laughs> How important is the feedback from your parents? So, say if you were to date someone, like, in a couple weeks and you brought them home to your mom and your dad, like, how important is their yes or their no or their feedback? Oh, I think it's like one of the most important things and especially also friends like your your inner circle because Mm -hmm. they know you best and like they can see the things that like you can't see that are like the blinded by love you know Mm -hmm. the blinders are on and so for me like if my mom has a weird feeling about a guy and she's not about him then like he's out the door because she knows like moms know best Mm -hmm. even when it might hurt your feelings because she sees something that you don't see and it might be like mom dang that was harsh like he's a good guy mm-hmm. and she's like he might be a good guy but he ain't a good guy for you mm-hmm. and I'm like all right all right and so and I've realized that like God's really taught me like Hannah when someone says like that person isn't good for you it's not like they're like dissing you mm-hmm. like they're helping protect your heart like, yes they have your best interest in mind and like seriously if it don't work with a fam it ain't gonna work because you're marrying the family mm-hmm. like you ain't just marrying the man you're marrying the entire family so yes. if you don't get along with them and like it doesn't work then like you're really setting yourself up for some really big hardships i agree 100 percent. how important is it to you if my mom and dad aren't vibing with you or aren't feeling it in their spirit bye bye boy it <laughs> next. Is- <laughs> thank you next <laughs> thank you next it's over i think I, my parents, they always know, even with my friends, they're like, this person is really something. something." (laughs) And they're, they're usually right. So whatever they say, I'm like, I'm listening. I'm taking heed to that. That's so important. Especially because like, I know in college, like we're always surrounded by people our age and we're, you know, can get really, you know, hard about it when you're like, hmm. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Yeah, you don't know. I, I know. know my man. I know my man. You don't know my man. Like, I know my man. And it's like, <laughs> mm, do you really know? Because you're kind of like, 
he loves it. Like, he loves lying. Yeah. And you need somebody to hit you with a frying pan and be like, look, homie ain't as great as he looks. Like, he might look like Zac Efron, but he ain't like Jesus. <laughs> and you need, like, the one, the only person that's going to be like, wow. They don't just got the looks. They mm-hmm. got the inner characteristics. They got the outer characteristics. They got the love of Christ in them. They love people well. And they're going to lead you daily mm-hmm. to the cross, to Jesus. And it's going to lead your family. Because if, like, he doesn't have that basis, like, how is he going to provide for you? Like, mm-hmm. How is he going to, like, you don't want to have a disconnect in your marriage. Because, like, when you have kids and you, like, you know, whoever wants to have kids. And everyone's going to have kids. But if you have kids, like, you don't want to have, like, a disconnect in spirituality. Because you want to be equally yoked. so many problems. And I know a bunch of people and their parents, like, are very, like, complete opposites. They're like, oh, it's okay if you don't go to church. Or, like, oh, this person really wants to go to church. And it's like, you're teaching your kid that, you know, they're not having core values. Like, they're mm-hmm. having two different things, two different ideas. And it's like, how can you live your life if you never have concrete beliefs or values? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I'm pretty sure somewhere in the Word it talks about that. Like, how can we go to... the to the same place if we both don't agree on where we want to go oh for sure so i think that's really important speaking of the word do you have any like scripture that like reminds you of like jesus promises during your single season or something that you look forward to in marriage in the scripture yeah um i'm gonna talk about first corinthians 7 verse 7 Mm-hmm. And it says, sometimes I wish everyone were single like me. A simpler life in many ways, but celibacy is not for everyone any more than marriage is. God gives the gift of the single life to some, the gift of married life to others. And I feel like we're taught that, you know, if I'm like having desires and like the Lord is like not fulfilling them, that I'm called to a life of singleness. And it's like, no, like if they God, if God has a place desire in your heart, then it's going to be fulfilled in due time and like, under the circumstances of, like, the right context, and that, like, if you really, truly call it to a life of singleness, I feel like he wouldn't give you the desires to yearn for somebody, like, as in a spouse, or in a boyfriend, or in a husband, like, he's gonna be like, okay, you're called to, like, love people, and that's, like, your sole purpose, and it just to be your friends, and your companions, but, like, mm-hmm. the Lord knows, like, the Lord wants you to thrive, like, he wants to bless you, like, I feel like marriage is, like, such a tangible representation of Christ. Like, his love for us and, like, that he sent his son for us. And that, like, if that's something that we should not take for granted. And that, like, if it's something so precious like that, it's going to take time to get there. Yes. It's going to take time to have that blessing to really flourish. And that shouldn't, it shouldn't be something that we rush. And that that shouldn't be the end goal because marriage isn't, like, the end all be all. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's what you're going, that's what you're living your whole life where you're like, I want to get married and be alive and have the kids. And it's like, <laughs> hmm, all right, that's great and all, but, like, God should be enough. Like, God should be mm-hmm. the sole desire. Right. And everything else is just a blessing. Everything else is just a part, right. of the, part of the journey. And it won't just be happy days, happy days when uh-huh. you get that marriage and when you get those kids or when you get that job that you've always wanted. There's always going to be something that is not all what is cracked up to be but we have to continue to choose love and to work through those things and not wish away our season for sure and it's there's moments where you're gonna be like i really don't like you right now <laughs> yeah i love you but i don't like you right now 
and that that's okay like we're human like mm-hmm. we're not gonna be robots like i love you I, even though i want to punch you in the face like, <laughs> i really i really just want to you know hold hands and sing kumbaya and just you know snuggle like no you're not gonna always have those moments like there's any moments when you're like have to deal with financial problems or relationship problems or problems with your kids and it's like how can even in those hardships like like the lord be glorified through it and like the love that you have for one another can be shined in that moment mm-hmm. you got a verse for us that's good actually yeah uh it comes from first corinthians 7 and 17 and this passage always kind of like humbles me and reminds me hey girl relax it's all good uh paul says and don't be wishing you were somewhere else or with someone else where you are right now is god's place for you live and obey love and believe right there god not your marital status defines your life and i think that is so that is so powerful like uh i think a lot of us like in our age group millennials like we wish that we were somewhere else or we wish that oh I wish school was over right now or I wish this like let's just be present let's just enjoy like this season and the blessings that the Lord has for us right now like why is it never enough and I think this message really just reminds me like what I have right now is awesome and it will always be awesome and when I get married that does not define my life yeah, and did not take for granted what he's what God's giving you now because if you can't be trusted with the small things, like he's not gonna bless you with the big things. Exactly. You better preach up in here. And like honestly, like <laughs> my biggest pet peeve is and I'm guilty of this as anybody. Mm-hmm. But you're going through life and you're like, Okay, I'm doing this right now to like get to this end goal or you know, I'm prepping myself now and it's like, Okay, that's great and all preparation is key. Mm-hmm. But like if you can't be present right now, like you're so focused on the future that God can't use you right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, even, like, not you're even in it. just relationships, but, like, also, like, just in, like, your calling in life. Like, we were talking, me and Ace were talking about this other day. Like, if God has called you to do something, like, you don't have to be, we're never going to be fully prepared. Mm-hmm. We just have to be willing. Like, yes. he calls unqualified to do the qualified. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not always easy and it might be scary and, you know, you might have people telling you, like, oh, right now, like, just wait. Do it later. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're not even promised tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we waiting to do that? Like, like for example, us doing a podcast. Like, we could have been like, oh, we're going to wait, you know, a season until we feel like it's right. But it's like, why Like why do we feel like that? Like, if God's giving you a word and he's giving you a platform to use and to use it. Yes. And to stay in it and to be present. And, like, there can be blessings that can flourish through this and, like, can also be taught like it's not just us like talking about our experiences but like we want to hear about your experiences that you've gone through because we're not we're not experts nope like we can't always be taught something we can always be shared with something and like everyone has different perspectives on things that like no one has the same thing in mind yeah and I think it's our responsibility to to share with one another about like our walk with Christ and like how we deal with things because you don't know who you'll will affect with your journey like some people will probably be like, yes, I experienced that too. And like, I struggle with that. And like, if I keep my mouth closed, like I'm only doing you a disservice and myself. And plus, like sometimes we feel like the experiences that we have are mundane, but like somebody might hear it and be like, wow, that was so profound. Like I needed to be touched by that. Like I needed to hear that. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes like 
the Lord will nudge you to say something, and we're quick to be like, mm, like that's uncomfortable. But it's like a moment of discomfort is worth the blessings of obedience. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to withhold somebody from a blessing because I'm afraid of stupid things. Like, yeah. What someone might think, or like, oh, this isn't the right setting. It's like, is it really ever a perfect setting? Like, no. God's call on his life that he had, his mm-hmm. plan wasn't easy. It was uncomfortable, and he had to do a lot of things that, like, weren't easy. Yes. So, everyone, we hope you enjoyed this episode of me and Hannah talking about our current season of singleness. We thought it was really important for us to share our background of um, what we got going on in relationships before we bring people on our show and talk about dating, engaged marriage life in general yeah and we're so excited for our next podcast and it's gonna be a hot one i don't think y'all are ready for it and we just want y'all to know that your voice is important in this process and we want your feedback we want to hear what your thoughts are on it what we could change and yeah we hope you have a great week yes and we cannot wait to get back on next week Yes. Bye. Bye.